0: Hey everybody! Welcome back to the Empire State Conservatives podcast, episode 131. It is me, your host Evan, back with the All American Conservative Solomon Tack. We are here with the man Derek Gibson, who is looking to take down the evil Emperor Cuomo in 2022. Derek, thank you so much for coming on the show. I just wanted to start off with a very basic question: of what makes you think that what makes you think you can succeed where people like Mike, Mike, uh, Mike Molinaro and Larry Sharp have failed?
1: first of all thank you for inviting me on your show I'm elated to uh, be on here this afternoon and to get to your question is uh, I have just a greater chance than anyone else do those guys have tried and tried and tried and they have failed also uh, I like Mark uh, Malanero he's a great guy I campaigned for him uh, during the last uh, election and I found out some stuff that I wasn't satisfied with after the, uh, campaign. So I decided myself, uh, to take it up and run for the governorship because I know that I can, be, I'll be a stronger person. I'm able to challenge Cuomo. I'm not soft. Cuomo is a beast and he need a beast to stand up to him. That's why I decided to, uh, go to challenge him myself. I have some, uh, I think some pretty good ideas that I can challenge him on. And uh, I think that people will listen by bringing him both sides, not only to be uh, Republican, but Democrats and Libertarians and all. I think I can have all them in the circuit of the
0: I like that answer. <laughs>
2: all right. Now, uh, hitting on, on a, you said Libertarians, and we know one of the biggest things that Libertarians always complain about is the, uh, the tax issues. So what I have here is that New York City, Alone has a uh, 0.90 percent property tax, but then when you go up to New York State, it jumps up to uh, 1.68 percent, and that's according to to SmartAsset.com, where I got that from. Yeah. Uh, Then you have four percent to 8.8 percent, and that's um, the the that's just uh, income taxes. 4% 4% to 8.82% income taxes, and that's according to the balance. And then that's not it. You have your sales tax as well, which is 4% to 8.8% for, uh, for sales tax. So knowing how high New York state taxes are, what's your your plan to, to curb that for individuals?
1: Yeah, first of all, we are the highest uh, tax state. Uh, on the East Coast, which is uh, New York, but that's all that is due to the bad policy decisions made directly out of out of Albany and New York City itself. What is happening with the taxes is we we have turned into a welfare state and a welfare uh, city in New York City. We what we got to do and what my plans are to do is go through the budget and cut all the fat, cut all the waste out of the budget and lower the taxes i can do that by getting rid of these vanity uh, vanity projects vanity uh programs that the legislature have going on and the uh the entire government at this point have gone We just have too much too many people we're taking care of we mm-hmm. have over five hundred thousand illegal aliens that we are funding. we get them housing food stamp so therefore we that is why we digging we are uh, digging our pockets deeper and deeper and having to charge all these extra taxes. So the first thing I want to do is get rid of uh, the, uh, taking care of all these illegal aliens. And then I want to cut the taxes and make it business friendly. So and create jobs, therefore create more taxpayers at a lower lower rate. So at this point in the state of New York, we are about six billion upwards in uh, debt as I think pretty sure you know, and climbing after this uh, great crisis we have is going to get even worse. So uh, it's a lot I have in the budget that I don't want to just give out right now what I would plan to do. But I have a great thing to sort of taxes and have. I actually am the guy that like the flat tax. I think flat tax is fair enough, you know, for interstate really, and I really want to try it out in the state of New York. But you asking me how that I would fix that problem, and I gave you a few, uh, uh few, few things on now how I would uh, cut that. But it's a lot more to it, than I have went over the entire state budget, and man, it's 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 a surprise. But further down the line, I would like to privatize business, uh, let business uh, take over a lot of that what the uh, state government is doing i'd like to privatize the uh the uh, mta and a lot more things that will free the state up from all those hot taxes and bring more money into our state by lowering the taxes
0: now derek that is a gr- I think that's a great plan i think that can definitely work you new york is a there are a lot of blue legislators in new york though do you think that you can get what is considered a blue legislature, even if we get back a lot of seats, do you think that you can get a blue legislature to get behind that plan?
1: Well, yes, because it's going to be incentives for everyone. And I think they will fall in line after they see what I'm doing and they hear from the uh, the citizen themselves. As you may know yourself, New York is a red state. It's really not a blue state. It's just that the GOP in New York, I got to say this, the New York GOP sucks. They've been oh, lazy. it does. It definitely does. They've been, <laughs> been sleep on the job, and it's going to take people like myself and other people to stand up, get out there and say, this is what we want, and we're not going to tolerate this any longer in the GOP. So uh, I'm sure I, I have a lot of Democrats supporting me right now. As we speak, liberals, Democrats across the board, they are supporting me because they like what I say. They like my mission. So it's not going to be hard to do. And furthermore, one thing I like the Democrats have done to the state you know, is lying out uh, on veto. So I could go through and and, and, and undo some stuff with that. I could use a <laughs> pen and really do some damage. And you have to negotiate on things. But I will stand on principle and uh, not cave in to uh, the establishment. The establishment have to be wiped out and have to be gone. But mm-hmm. it's it just uh, a lot of stuff I would love to talk about off camera, but I cannot talk about it on camera because mm-hmm. so all the people that's going to be running, challenging me, I don't want them to get my idea. <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah. a yeah, so.
0: that's a fair point. That's a fair point.
2: One of the one of the things that you hit on that I really love was uh, the flat tax. And back in 2016, uh, that was one <laughs> of the things that that was brought up during the campaign that I actually really loved because if there's a flat tax, it's a fair tax across the board. And if you're a millionaire, you're still paying more in taxes than the person who is uh, just running your regular nine to five job. Correct. But everybody's still getting paid or still getting taxed at the same percentage level. Yeah, so
1: it's, which it makes absolutely no sense. But um, to stop you at that point, actually, it's a bracket. You know, like you pay maybe if you make this five percent, mm-hmm. this percent. There, it is, if you look at it close, it's a breakdown but it's still too high for what is going on. So that's why I said flat tax because taxes should be fair to everybody. I don't care if you make $3 million or you make $100,000, the mm-hmm. same taxes should be paid. You know, it's ridiculous that you're paying taxes on your paycheck. You're paying taxes on the food you buy. You're paying taxes on every single thing. You do. It makes no sense. So you're actually taking home out your check, $75 of the of the $100 that you're making. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's a disgrace. And I can enact those things. I know a lot of corporate words going to get angry. They're not going to like it. But I have spoken to citizens all over the state of New York and they think it's a great plan and they are surrounding me. They are, support. they are supporting me. It's going to be a quiet storm, I can tell you that.
2: <laughs> now, just uh, we met, I believe it was um, we had marched in Manhattan and it was something with uh, Christopher Wright. I think was the first time we met and from there is when I realized that wherever there's an actual fight for our basic necessities and where there's an actual fight for our our, our basic freedoms and just common sense, uh, things that we all need just for, from a human standpoint, from a constitutional standpoint, you're actually going to be there because we were at several other events as well together. And, um, the main one, the, the biggest one and the most recent one we were at was the Second Amendment uh, march out in, in Richmond. Blackface. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, with Governor Blackface, right? So, and, and you've also shared in a, a lot of viral moments too. So there's, nobody can dispute that you're there when, when, need, when needed, you know? Um, so when it comes to the Second Amendment in New York City, uh, I know they wanted to have a march in June. Whether or not it's gonna happen now is up in the air. But um how do you think the the Second Amendment culture in New York City should be and, and how can you positively change the, the way it's been going now?
1: Well I can say this is what I can understand the uh reservation about having people armed in a tourist area such as New York City. Mm-hmm. But but you a US born citizen, uh uh you only became a citizen issue right. So I don't feel like the state, the city, nobody should step on your right. But it's have to be something in place to vet people that can care. I want over care for the entire state. I don't even like the permit. I don't even like that. But what I do like is that you get checked and say, okay, I'm not mental. This guy's not mental. I look mm-hmm. at your record and all this. And then say, okay, here's your Permit, you don't owe me fifteen hundred dollars to pay for your constitution right that something's already been afforded to you. So I want open carry in the entire in the entire state of New York, and that will lower crime because if I'm carrying a gun, open carry, you see me with a gun, you're not going to try and you're not going to try to rob me, you're not going to try none of that. See, mm-hmm. those are the those are the benefits from arming yourself. You have the right to protect yourself, your family, and and everything else. So if if we had open carry, even in New York City itself, the crime rate will fall. But I can tell you that it should be strict penalties. I would have strict penalty, penalties for anybody misusing, uh, you know, a firearm in the uh, state of New York, or, therefore in the city of New York. It would be real harsh penalties uh, if someone violates that. And I will look for my judges to prosecute that to the fullest extent of the law. And I would ask the legislature to make that one of the top, crimes. And also something else I want to bring back is the death penalty. That would deter a lot of crimes and a lot of things that's going on, even if a person is carrying you gun illegally. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you stiff and you got a death penalty out there, you do something foolish, and, and I stick it to you, oh, everybody is going to think. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's not going to be like that. But open carry is something that is afforded to us by our constitution. And it's not for the governor, not for the mayor, anyone to trample. People are asleep, so they let these legislators and these leaders trample over them and say, this is still law now. Yeah. And we don't fight back against it. But I intend to go in there and override all the undue that has been done and show that this will work. Uh, what is this, Kennesaw or Roswell, Georgia, Georgia have open carry, crime zero. Mm-hmm cost everybody carry. everybody's armed, zero crimes.
0: Virginia has open carry. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you see that that cities that have strict gun control laws are always super high in violent crime, and Chicago. every time that they enact more laws, the the violent crime rises. And we've seen that mm-hmm. with things like bail reform and other stuff like that. Is when you give the criminals free reign, they're going to take advantage of that.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Uh, what was it? What was the number,
2: Evan? Correct me if I'm wrong. Was it two million voters gun? Gun two million, yes.
0: Two million gun, o- gun owners in New York State who did not vote.
2: So two million gun owners in New York State who did not vote. And that's what?
1: why I tell you that we are a red state. We just <laughs> got to have somebody get out there and open the up and say, I got your back. And I'm that guy that has your back. So once they know that I have their back, they will get out and vote. That's what they will do because I want to govern for the people. That's what I want to govern for. I don't want to step on your constitutional rights. New York seems to be backwards to the United States and everybody else wants to follow behind or backwards leadership, which I totally don't get. I just don't get it. It's, it's, it's no common sense being used.
2: So everybody's heard it here first. Derek Gibson for New York. If you're a gun owner and you love your Second Amendment rights, he has stated he has your back. So the two million who failed to vote during the previous election in 2018, get out there. If you really, truly love the rights that you say you you love and that you enjoy, get out there and vote. <laughs> vote and to, that, to
1: save your rights. Not only that, give them my direct number. 718-414-9301. I want you to call me. I want you to talk to me. I am here for you because I'm going to be a servant to the people. That's what I want to be. I want you to have my direct number and call me, say, so, Mr. Gibson, what are you going to do about this? I want to hear directly from the people. That's what I want to do.
2: Say it again. Let me hear, hear the number again.
1: 718-414-9301.
2: There we go. So you got uh, a direct access to the actual candidate for governor for New York State, and you can then say, this is what I'm concerned about. This is what I need fought for. And what I need this is York- how how much I care about my rights. Uh, so the, you don't see many people who are willing to do that, you know, and...
0: This next segment is brought to you by Shark Tooth Blades. Hey, if you are in construction or just do a ton of handy work yourself, you must try Shark Tooth Blades and your utility knife. They are specifically made for cleaner, more precise cuts, eliminating the paper drag created by ordinary dull one-time use blades. Their blades are 10 times sharper, and five times more durable. And now, using promo code ESC, you will get an additional 15% off on top of their current sale prices. To get yours, visit www.sharktoothblades.com and order
2: today. And that's that's extremely important. Um, the, the final thing that I wanted to, to hit on, uh, Evan, unless you have anything else. No, no, keep going. New York state bail reform. Oh, I love bail reform. <laughs> we all know how that's been working out. We all have seen since that's been implemented, that crime has actually been on the rise and exactly. you've hit on, on allowing people to, to open carry throughout the entirety of New York state. And you hit on that. That's probably one of the ways that crime will actually fall. Um, what would you like to see as far as bail reform? As far, as far as how that goes?
1: <clears throat> First of all, we need bail reform for the right reason. As you can see, I'm a dark black man. Mm-hmm. And I've been through it with law enforcement. I have law enforcement background, but I've been on both sides of the law. So I've been through it and I know why we need bail reform, but we need it in the right way, not for violent, violent criminals. We do not need it for them. We need bail for reform for petty crimes you go into a, a jail, sitting up 30 days, 60 days, and what what's behind that is they they aggravate you and starve you to plead out to something that you're not even furthermore guilty of, and you can't afford an attorney, so you can't get out in the street and work. You don't lost your job, you don't lost your place to stay. So we definitely need bail reform for nonviolent criminals. But what I've seen for bail reform in New York they have let out violent criminals. And that's the problem, letting violent criminals out. So they're on the wrong path. Letting out violent criminals, that's an absolute no-no. They didn't obey society to rule, which you said, the people I said, we said, these are the laws that we want. And they didn't obey them. So they showed me they can't, they won't, uh, uh, they can't exist in, in our society. So they need to be locked away. Do not let those people out, even though if, Violent criminals, some do, or maybe all do have a right to a bail, but you can set the bail so darn high that they can't make the bail. But the Mm -hmm. petty stuff, driving on suspended license, drunk driving, all kinds of little little petty stuff like that, it needs to be wiped away for a Matter of fact, they don't need to be locked up. People need to be given tickets, uh, sent to jail, send us to jobs if they're not working, you pay the state so much. I have a plan for that also, a great plan for that. Mm-hmm. Pay the state so much of that money, therefore you're bring in more money. And I want to I've been talking to governors around the country and I want to uh form a work task force so my inmates in jail can go out to their state if I don't have enough jobs in my state and work and pay the state will pay for them to go, pay for them to stay, but they re reimburse the state when they uh, start getting paid. That would be a punishment. Man. That will help people to get jobs and see they need to work in order to make it in society. That would mm-hmm. do all the other kind of things. I have some great plans that I want to enact uh, once I get into the seat.
2: See, that's one of the things I, I brought I was like, if I ever run, we need a, a reimbursement plan for, uh, for prisoners, or a reimbursement plan, especially for minors who decide they want to go out and commit crimes, because Miners okay. do it just because they think that, oh, it's, it's cool for them to do it. Yeah. Um, and that they're trying to show off and impress the OGs or whoever they're trying to impress. Mm-hmm. And once they get hit and they show that they have to, they see that they have to reimburse the state, <laughs> that's something that's going to be the, very discouraging. <laughs> think, if you, think twice. Yeah. Think twice. Yeah. And you send them to clean up their own neighborhoods and they see the next yeah. people messing up what they just worked to clean.
1: Damn, it it's, it's funny that you say that because i'm the guy that used to ride and throw trash out the window until one day uh i got caught doing that and they sentenced me to uh what, 30 days to go pick up trash
2: <laughs> on the
1: highway and that broke me from throwing trash out the window. <laughs> it really works
0: <laughs> it so really those- works and
1: something else we need to do as as bail reform we have a lot of people that are mental that is locked up but society have got so well we don't want to shame nobody this or that we need to bring back mental institution and get Mm -hmm. these people help because a lot of those mental people can function in society with a job if they had the help so now in the state of new york what we do what we do is let them be out on the street and they don't get help they die they get even crazy they get on drugs or whatever and it makes the problem it compounds the problem and it increases crime also so I want not off top, but I want to bring mental institutions back. It's nothing politically wrong with having that. We have got to a point into society now that everything has to be political correct. I'm not political correct. I don't speak that well because I learned for one thing, when you're propped up and you speak so well like Obama did and Booty Jed and, and all that. Hmm. That's that tells me, oh Satan got this sharp edge on this guy and uh, so he can get elected, so he can bring wicked into the people. But once you peel the cover back. It's total chaos. Mm-hmm. So I'm not like I have two degrees, man. I don't speak all the big words. I just use common sense. That is it. Common sense. I don't need Satan to sharpen my tools or whatever because I know you get the point. What I say, you get the point. What I use big words and I don't want the common I want to be able to relate to the common man because we have been neglected so much in in society and especially as a black man, I don't like bringing race in, but we have been down down and kicked and kicked it's time for us to lead and not leave with racism or hatred let's lead with love in our heart towards all people and that's what i want to do i want to bring all people in together and lead like that
2: amen i i enjoy hearing that and that's uh we've bear reform is a topic that we've spoken about on this show a few times a lot actually but um uh, this is the first time that I've, I've heard somebody bring up an actual plan on how to deal with bill reform and it makes sense and it it hits very on topic and what's, what's gonna what's what's funny is after you implement some of your plans especially when it comes to mental institutions we got to make sure we don't have any more mayors that can lose any type of funding that you're you're giving to them they won't have their wife using it for their vacation home. But, but
1: yeah and you're right about that, but this is what I will do because upstate New York is suffering from the decision that New York City is making. It's drowning them in taxing every other foolish decision in New York City. So what I plan to do once I take off is to choke New York City completely off until they come in compliance with the rest of the state of New York because it's not fair to my upstate neighbors, it's definitely not fair. You're taking care of all the idiotic decisions we make in the city. We want to pay for transgender surgery. We I, I went to get my birth certificate up, and I was surprised. You know, I, I left New York, and I went and lived in Georgia and Florida, and I came back to New York, so I lost my birth certificate. I went over to get my birth certificate. It's male, female, custom. You know, they had to change that. You know how I many millions of dollars that it cost the state to change that over? It's, it, it, it's complete. Ignorance it makes absolutely no sense. So it's a waste of money. That's why we don't have it. That's why we don't have the so called ventilators we need right now because we waste money doing a vanity project. Like I said, when we first started, you know, so hey, we find illegal aliens, we print trying to pay for transgender surgery. Como was talking about before this crisis, kind you want to put a statue of a uh, the first transgender actors in a Brooklyn Park. Me like, what the hell, y'all, 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 10 statues down now. You want to put one up of a transgender person. I'm a Christian man, mind you that. I don't care who you are, but I'm going to stand on my principles and my ground. I can't force you to do anything. but I do not support gay marriage, and I want everybody to know that. They say, Derek, don't say you can never get elected. Well, did may it be at all. <laughs> I just won't get elected. I don't support things go against God's word, but I'm not here to force it on you or no one else. Those are my my beliefs, and I will govern towards that. And they say, well, what will you do about abortion? I say, I believe life starts at conception." I said, but the law of the land is the law of the land. And I can't go no further than the law of the land. If they say six weeks or whatever, it may, six weeks what it is. But when you come to eight, nine months and final side knowledge, I'm totally against that. But I would not make abortion criminal because that's not for me to do. That's between you and God. Gay marriage is between you and God. I love my gay brothers and my sisters. God, command us to love them. I just don't like. The, the spirit, or uh, whatever it is, and I don't like that. But I love my I have friends that gay and all that, and I, but they know I don't support that lifestyle. So I'm the type of guy is not seeking office on deceit. seat. I want you to know exactly what you get. This is who we elect in Derrick. So I want everybody out there listening in, tell your neighbors, tell your friend, I'm poor abortion, I'm pro second amendment, I am pro-life, I am 100% Trump supporter. Get that out there, and that's what I am. You get what you see. And dial my direct number. I'm here. You have any more questions? Dial me up. I'd be glad to answer.
2: So, uh, final point: a hundred thirty-two percent increase in New York State debt. That's according to NewYorkCity.gov. Uh, we we spoke on how you plan to decrease that. Um, yeah. We've hit on the Second Amendment. Obviously, in your back window, you have your NRA sticker up.
1: Oh That's man, you cool. see everything, stop. <laughs> <laughs>
2: We hit on on bill reform, bill reform. Uh, very obviously, uh-oh. And all right, there you go for my freedom loving New Yorkers. Right, my fellow freedom loving New Yorkers. Uh, and then we also hit on on the the tax reform, how we're going to keep money in the average New Yorker's pocket. Uh, final point: knowing that you have that 132 percent increase, uh, you spoke about privatizing the MTA. Uh, one of the things I said I would personally do, and I don't plan on, on running in New York. I really don't. But one of the things things I said I would do is, uh, just fire everybody in the MTA and start over because they like to start on, on new projects. They haven't finished the old projects. And then they, they say we need an increase of 25 cents per year or whatever they're up to now. Um, so they don't, they don't finish the old projects, then they want to increase the amount of trains thinking that that's going to help with the, the congestion, but it really just makes train traffic. Now you have to hire people from there, so you have higher overhead. Um, what What do you believe that privatizing the MTA can lead
1: to? Not only MTA, but the bridges and tunnels also. It'll lead to a, a great reduction in probably cut cut it in half. A great reduction because I was looking at Grand Central Station. You know when they did that three mile track, how much I forgot? Maybe man, three billion, three million or something. It cost to do three miles. If that had been privatized, absolutely no way we would have spent that type of money. And I'm a union guy. I'm a UAW man. Mm-hmm. And I believe in union, but I also believe in union partnership with the private sector because that keeps costs down. If we privatize this, maybe the electrical or, or the digging or whatever, privatize that, man, it'll cut costs way in half. And then not only that, everything will get done much faster because if, if, if the private sector is running, they had to get this job done, I got to move to the next one. That's where it gonna, everything is done. And it's good. So the tunnels, the bridge, the tunnels and bridges should be leased out for at least hundred years, if not two hundred years. And you get money. You get money from that company all the time. You don't have to do no maintenance, no nothing. They're doing it all. That was cutting out all the crap, paying somebody 125 hundred twenty-five thousand dollars to screw in a light bulb to pick up paper at the MTA station. That's nonsense. And it's 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 insane. It is insane in uh the state of New York in New York City. So it's a lot need to be done. I have a lot, and I have all this on paper. I have great economic guys on my team. I'm criminal justice, so I deal with that that justice and law law side of it. But I have an economic team. I have have teachers, so we can have school choice, homeschool. I have all the plans right there. I'm just waiting to go with it. (laughs) And and we're going to shine in New York again. Everybody's going to be happy because right (laughs) now it's a sad place.
2: It is. That is. is true. So, uh, Mr. Gibson, thank you for coming on. Evan, you have anything extra? No, thank you for the
1: invite, and I'll be glad to come back in uh, time. Just reach out to me because I have a lot of things to say, a lot of things we're close to get. The more I can release, I just don't want to release a lot of things in detail, but I can speak with you directly, you know, off cam mm-hmm. or whatever, and then we can talk about those things, and we can uh, uh, chip it up and put it out there like that. You can, you can, you can advise me the best way to get it out there without giving away uh
0: yep. all my
1: policies. You
0: yeah, know, Derek, I like the fact that you have very concrete plans for these things. They seem very realistic. It's not this pie in the sky, the pie in the sky stuff that we've been getting from politicians lately. So I like that you're very upfront with it and you're very grounded. Thank you. All right, but Derek, if you could just tell everyone at home where they can find you online should they choose to look up more of your stuff and where they can donate to your campaign.
1: Find me on Facebook at Derek Gibson and like my page. You can find me on, on uh, Instagram, Gibson for New York State, LinkedIn, Derek Gibson for New York State, Twitter, Gibson for New York Governor, and uh, you can donate at governor dot nysgovernorcom Go on there, you two million you two million, uh, people that didn't vote that love your guns and donate $5 a piece, and I, that, I can deal with my account thing like that. I don't want to spend millions.
0: million. So, guys, we did lose Derek, but we will post all his information on where you can find him, where you can donate to him, all in the bottom part of this episode. Just look for that. And for, uh, make sure that you follow TAC on Instagram. TAC has a great Instagram. If you love Instagram stuff with kids and TAC's face, follow TAC on Instagram. I'm
2: a very handsome guy and I'm working on my body again. I used to be 200 pounds and then I don't know what happened. I don't know if I like took meth or something one day in my sleep and just slimmed all the way down. (laughs) Started looking like a New York City crackhead, but (laughs) I'll be back on it. My muscles yeah. are coming back.
0: so, <laughs> so Follow TAC at Solomon TAC. That's two A's and a C. There is no K in TAC. And make sure you follow the podcast. at would get red pilled and Why. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Empire State Cons. On YouTube at Empire State Concerned Network. On Facebook at Empire State Conservatives. And make sure that you listen to us on an audio podcast platform that helps us out. Because every single listen we get, we get a little bit of money. And but make sure you check out our sponsor, Shark Tooth Blades. At SharkToothBlades.com, use promo code ESC for fifteen percent off. They're already low prices, and make sure that you do something else. Tack, was there something else
2: that they need to do? I was gonna say, man, if you are an electrician, or if you just like to, if you're if you're weak and you can't pull a tape off of boxes, or whatever you need, any kind of blade for. If you need to make like flints whatever you're you're in nature you want to cut open some deer because you went hunting shark tooth blades does it all trust me on that trust me when i say
0: it trust tack trust exactly. do that and also please visit our store at empire slash store we have all our merchandise we have tax hat we have my hat We have my sweatshirt. We have all the shirts that I wear during the show. We have the shirt that Tack sometimes wears. So please check that out. All that money goes back into the podcast to help spread the message, to help fix New York. And once we fix New York, we can help fix the rest of the country. But for that, I'm Evan. That's Tack. Don't let fear take your freedom.